Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We still have set before us the precious and life-giving cross that we have commemorated throughout this week in just a few moments. Uh, we will bow down before it and then uh, bring it back into the altar as we have come to the end of the week of the veneration of the precious and life-giving cross. I just wanted to, this morning, in reflecting, as we have throughout this week, uh, upon the cross, from it being put out as a, as a kind of tree to go under a shade for the midpoint of the week that we talked about on Sunday, uh, for the bitterness or resentment or despondency that we have to battle against and that seems to raise up even sharper during Lent to then Wednesday evening at the Presanctified, talking about the power of the sign of the cross and the sign of the cross to put to flight the demons, uh, to remind us uh, who we are. And this morning I just was struck by one of the silent prayers that is done for right after the catechumens prayer, the litany for the catechumens in one of the prayers of the faithful. O God, great and praiseworthy, who by thy life-giving death of thy Christ has translated us from corruption to incorruption, do thou free all our senses from deadly passions by setting over them as a good guide the understanding that is within us, and let our eyes abstain from every evil sight, our hearing be inaccessible to idle words, and our tongues be purged of unseemly speech. Make clean our lips, which praise thee, O Lord. Make our hands to refrain from base deeds, and to work only that which is well-pleasing to thee, fortifying all our members and our mind by thy grace. We in the Orthodox Church are reminded, especially in Lent, uh, a lot of our, our bodies as we are fasting and as we uh, practice a little bit more asceticism than we may be used to, Especially after a service like this, where we, I lose count of how many frustrations uh, we are to do. Well, the church has in its wisdom uh, remembers that the members of our body are part of what we have to put before the cross. What we do with not just our mind, but what our eyes see, what our ears hear, what comes forth from our lips, what our hands do and what our feet are quick to take us to, need to be put before the cross. And it is a good thing in our prayer, especially as remembering uh, the lifting up of our hands, uh, the making the sign of the cross, the prostrations, uh, even bowing or kneeling, uh, that we, in our prayer, I encourage you at times to think about the various senses that you have, ways in which uh, you could purify them, uh, putting them before the cross, uh, so that you may, as the prayers say, be freed from the, the deadly passions. Eyesight is good. Speech is good. To be heard is good. To have hands to work is good. To have feet to travel is good. To have hunger is good. To even have sexual desire is good. 
But all of those things have a particular aim and purpose. And when the passions overtake us, when they are taken, which is basically all of those good things being used to the wrong end. Maximus the Confessor has a very short definition of sin. It is uh, the wrong use of something. So we have been given uh, our lives, our bodies, the world before us. Uh, Think of it as we began thinking at the beginning of Lent and meditating upon the fall uh, with Adam and Eve. Uh, And they talked about it was food by which they fell. That it was the particular loveliness of the tr- what was on the tree that deceived them. Besides then what they also heard, and then that their feet were quick to go, hands to take off and taste. So let us uh, continue our Lenten struggle, remembering uh, that uh, our mind uh, is intimately wrapped up with and influenced by what we see, what we put before our eyes, what we listen to, what we desire uh, even sometimes to taste, uh, then what even comes out of our mouth, as we know from scriptures, what comes out from our mouth proceeds from our heart. And let us be diligent in keeping ourselves from idleness in our hands and our feet traveling to places like the church. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.